0: Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on this Tuesday. And guess what? I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? Y'all, God is so awesome in my life. I'm still joyfully single. I'm still enjoying my journey. And I am expecting, I am expecting not a child, oh no, but I am expecting my King to come any day now. And I'm talking about my husband. Now I'm expecting jesus christ the king to come any day now as well but uh i'm expecting my husband to come any day now but in the process i am enjoying my life with jesus okay on this Tell It Like It Is Tuesday, on this Tell It Like It Is Tuesday, I would like to still talk about child abuse. This is April is National Child Abuse Awareness Month or National uh, Child Abuse Prevention Month. And I think it is very, very important that i talk about this topic because it is happening and it's happening a lot if you hear about it in the news it's happening now i have a podcast from about about two weeks ago where uh it was entitled um child abuse that leads to adult dysfunction go check that out that, uh, that had a lot of um, things about child abuse. I also recorded um, another uh, episode on child abuse. Now this is probably about my third video concerning child abuse, because again, it is a big issue. But on this episode, I'm going to narrow it down to two issues on today. And for my um, introduction, child abuse and neglect are common. It's very common. We can see that at least one in seven children have experienced child abuse. At least that means more. At least one in seven children have experienced child abuse and or neglect in the past year. Now, this was from 2019, and this is on the CDC website. If you would like to check it out for yourself, please feel free to do so. Um, but again, one at least one in seven children have experienced child abuse and neglect. And I think that is very, very sad. And before I really get into this, I want every single mom on here to know, and if you're listening on my podcast and if you, you're a parent uh, and you have a husband as well, hey, we as parents are responsible for helping to prevent child abuse. We as parents are responsible. Okay. First of all, God is holding us responsible. We are responsible to protect our children because a lot of times it's other is abuse that other adults have done to your children, but had you sought God, had you checked out this person before you let your child go with them, that abuse probably wouldn't have happened, so a lot of things we can't prevent, I'm not saying we, we can't prevent everything, but what we can't prevent, we need to be trying to prevent uh, because we love our children and we are responsible for their welfare. And so we have to take that in co- into consideration when we just letting our children either do anything or be with anybody. No, you are the adult, you are responsible for your child. And so these numbers need to drastically decrease Because we need to stand up and do our job as parents. Even if you are a young single mom listening on today, hey, you laid down or stood up or whatever you did. And you, you did the motion, okay? And now the baby is here. You need to stand up and be a mother and take care of your child. Do not let that child just roam the streets or do whatever they want to or leave your child with anybody. No, because that is how abuse is happening. You are responsible for your child. Buckle down and get to working and get to being the mother that God has called you to be. Okay, so we're going to continue. And I'm not telling you nothing that I haven't done. I'm only 38 years old. Oh my Lord, y'all. I done went to my birthday's in July. I will be 38 in July. And my oldest daughter is 18. I realized that hey, I have to be responsible as an adult so I can be an example for my child and I want to be there for my child. I do not and I still, I have two other children. I do not let any and everybody watch my children. I don't care if they family. And then they can't go everywhere. No, you're not about to do that. Because I love you. And I don't know how these adults out, out here on these streets is. Uh-uh. God has trusted you to me. And I'm going to make sure that I watch you, I care for you. And I try to have you in the most safest environment possible and that's what all of us need to be thinking about and doing for our children now on tonight I would like to talk about or focus on two main um well I guess I would say neglect and one abuse uh situation uh title the first neglect we're gonna start with neglect neglect is the failure to meet a child's basic physical and emotional needs neglect is the failure to meet a child's basic physical and emotional needs. These needs can include housing, food, clothing, education, and access to medical care. So, it is our responsibility to make sure that our children have all of their needs met. And sometimes like your child is may not have been born into the best environment, but you As a mother, you need to do the best that you can do and seek out resources, okay? Sometimes you may not want to be on welfare, but if that's all you can do at that time, you need to take advantage of that and do it. Reach out to people, okay? Reach out to somebody if you need help, but do not let your, your children suffer because you're too prideful to go to the people that you need to go to, And y'all, I am a saint, okay? So I'm gonna be saying a lot about praying because I believe in the power of prayer. And as a single mom, many days, many nights, I had to cry out to the Lord about me and my children's welfare. And I was like, and I'm I'm not talking about being on welfare. I'm talking about how, like, we was, you know, making it. I had to cry out to God about this, Lord. You see what we're going through. You see what we need, Lord show me what to do. Lord, send somebody to me. Lord, give me a position or put me in a position where I can get this on my own for my children, Lord. And and since I had my oldest daughter, the Lord has blessed me with a way better job than I had when I had her. And that is mainly because I gave my life to God and it wasn't to get something from Him, I gave my life to God because I realized, you know what? God loved me, so why don't I give my life to Him? And when I did do that, then all the the natural uh, and the spiritual blessings followed. But that was a side note, y'all. Get back on topic about neglect. Make sure that your child have the necess- necessities that they need to okay survive. That's all what it is. Um, And a biggie, I am an educator, okay? I work in the school district. And it's very sad the amount of parents, you know, that I come across that do not make sure that their children are going to school. Like, that is a form, as I just read, of neglect. Again, this is on the CDC website. That is a form of neglect because your child needs education. To make it in this world, your child is going to need a good education education. They need to know how to count. They need to know how to read. Those are just basic skills. So they need to come to school and at least get a high school diploma. To to have your children at home and know they should be at school, again, is neglect. Because you're neglecting them from achieving higher, and you're neglecting them from something they're going to need when they become an adult. Again, it's our responsibility to raise them the right way so they can become productive adults in this world. So education is very necessary in the world that we live in today. So we don't want to neglect our children um, education. That is and that is just awful. And a lot of times when their education is being neglected, they're out on these streets, roaming the streets, selling drugs. And now, I mean, now our children is getting into the prison system because they're getting arrested or somebody shoot them down or they're getting on drugs themselves. When you could have just as a parent made sure that they was getting going to school and getting an education. And sometimes you have to check behind them. Like a lot of people, a lot of students, they will come to school and they don't want to do anything because their goal is to be. Hey, some superstars, some rap artists, which is great. Like, I mean, if you want to be a good, clean one. But however, if you have a high goal to be some type of artist or whatever, you still need school. And that's what I stress to my students. But it's our job as parents when they get home. Okay, hey, you're going to school. And not only are you going to go to school, you're going to do your work. I'm going to make sure you do your work. If you don't do your work, I'm only going to buy your necessities, which is... Decent clothes. You ain't going to be having no name brand clothes, Jordans, Nikes, all this. Oh, you can't go to school and get your education? Okay. You're going to have on basic, the basic clothing, and you're not going to be getting, you're not going to be able to have a cell phone. You're not going to be able to play on your PlayStation until I see you passing in all your classes. And so if us parents get that, be like that, then they're going to get an education. Because we have to make it clear that we are are stern and we mean what we say when it comes to this education. This education is not optional when you live in my house. No, you're going to get good grades in school because this is a necessity. Now, when we're talking about housing, food and clothing, again, if you don't have access to these things, reach out to your local um, Department of Human Services. Reach out to them. You can get, you know, you can get on food stamps. You can, they have housing vouchers or, or whatever, but it's no reason, you know, well, sometimes I'm not going to say it's no reason because sometimes there is a reason why you don't have food um, and clothing and, and all of this for your children, but pray to God, he will send somebody to you or direct you where to go. But it, in most counties, there is a department of human services that you can reach out to. So, again, don't be too prideful to not be helpful for your children because this is no longer about you. It is about your children and their well being. So, we don't want to neglect our children at all. And another form of neglect is when, like, I see a lot of parents like doing this, like, they just will leave their underage children at home overnight. I'm like. Y'all, this is not safe because that is a form that is a form of neglect. Because your child needs you at home. Like you can't just go out and be like, look, uh-uh, I'm going out, I'm gonna enjoy myself and I'm gonna leave my kids. They own no, they are not grown. And you don't know what these kids gonna plan while you are not there. You never know what they're gonna plan. You never know what they can get into something happen in a split second okay i love my children but i'm not about to leave them and i my youngest child is 13 oldest is 18 i'm about i'm not gonna leave them at home alone overnight at home alone, uh, except for my 18 year my 18 year old she you know she is grown that's a different story but 13 and my son is 15 No, no, no. You two is not staying at home alone by yourself while I go. No, because anything can happen. So I am neglecting you when I leave you here by yourself because you need an adult. You need adult supervision at all times. Anything bad can happen. Anything. And we never know. Don't don't trust your children like you. Mm not like that, I trust them to a certain extent, but I do not trust them to stay at home, and it's not their responsibility to stay at home by themselves, like, no, they shouldn't be responsible to take care of the whole house overnight for days, no, no, that is not, that's not even about to happen, and I just couldn't, I just couldn't see, I wouldn't do it, I don't advise you to do it, all right, we're gonna go on, um, sexual abuse, okay, sexual abuse, y'all, I I covered this a little snippet in the other uh, podcast, but y'all, this child sexual abuse is getting totally out of hand. I'm going to read two definitions. Child sexual abuse is the involvement of a child, which is a person less than 18 years old, because sometimes parents and some other people think that if you act like an adult, you are an adult. No, a child is someone that's less than 18 years old, and some of them that's 18 years old, you might not want to you got to be careful with with them their mindset child sexual abuse is the involvement of a child in sexual activity that violates the laws or social taboos of society and that he or she does not fully comprehend like they don't understand like the sexual stuff they does not consent to or is unable to give informed consent to or is not development developmentally prepared for and cannot give consent to okay another definition it involves pressuring or forcing a child to engage in sexual acts it includes behavior such as fondling penetration and exposing a child to other sexual activities i'm going to start my way down or up this pornography y'all is getting out of hand. First of all, you as a parent should not be participating in pornography. Second of all, when you try to hide it, or even if you're not hiding it, your child may walk up on you and see you. Your child may hear you doing it. Your child may locate, it, locate the site or app or whatever you have that is related to pornography. Now, that's a form of abuse. Because you have opened, your your child is now watching pornography on a consistent basis and their mind is getting messed up just because you want to get yourself fixed on watching pornography. Pornography is an addiction just like drugs or anything else. And why would you want your child? We all need to be thinking about the example that we are showing our children. If you don't want your children watching that like you should not watch no pornography. Like no, like it's very damaging to them. It gives them a misconception of women, misconception of women, uh, men, misconception of sex. It messes up their mind, even their even even their self worth, even the way that they view. Like I said, other people. Like we don't want to mess up their mind at a young age. This is ridiculous y'all we have to be very careful okay and then some people will watch it with their children that is still a form of abuse because that's sexual activity happening on a tv screen that you should not even be letting your children watch they are too young for that you as a shouldn't even be watching it but hey that's you that's your life going down the drain but why would you want your child to do that so that's a big no-no you should not expose your child to that and if you find out an uncle, an aunt, or whoever had your child watching pornography, oh, you need to check them because that is a form of sexual child abuse. Now, we as saints have no business like running to the law. So if I found out that somebody is mm, let my children watch that, oh no, I'm going to check you. I'm going to check you in the name of the Lord. I don't have to fight you, but I'm going to check you. In the name of the Lord, in a nice, cordial way. If, and I'm not going to let you watch my child. I'm not going to let my child hang around you anymore alone. So we, got to, we have to be very smart. We have to be very, very smart. Because a lot of people don't understand how damaging pornography is, but it is very damaging to your mind, to your self-esteem, and the way you view other people. Okay, let's go on penetration even if the person did not ejaculate inside your daughter if they penetrated the if they penetrated your daughter that was still sexual abuse and that needs to be handled in a court of law do not let no man sexually abuse your daughter and you just push it off like it's nothing and you don't say anything about it no, it's a serious matter. I love my children. I, Lord, I pray that this never, ever happened to my children. But don't you dare. If, if your child come to you and say something like this, you need to address it with that person and keep your daughter far, far away from that man. Be going on. Fondling. No man had no business touching your daughter's... um private parts touching your daughter's body parts nothing of that nature no and i don't care who is a boy if you find out a boyfriend is doing this oh my lord and you stay with this boyfriend something wrong with your mind something wrong with your mind we do not need to let this go on even if you have a son and these things are happening to him by a man or woman it is unacceptable, and always it is child abuse. Do not let your children go through this, because I will go over some things that happen, and that is why adults are sometimes dysfunctional until they get help because of this mess that happened when they was younger. Like we don't want this to happen to our children. I keep praying to the Lord, please, God, don't, don't let this happen. It is our job to protect and look out for our children okay so we don't want none of this to happen okay it's terrible and i know that it is happening but lord i just keep praying that lord please don't let it happen to me and then i pray for the children that it happened to and i pray that they seek for help and don't like kill themselves because i'm gonna um i'm going to interject this because this is a spiritual thing y'all And I know a lot of times we see it as natural and then don't think about it in the spirit. But this is the spiritual thing because a lot of time the devil will mess up our children's mind at a young age. At a young age. And then they struggle with this stuff in adulthood. Some of our children don't make it to adulthood because some children kill themselves at a young age because somebody sexually molested them. A man sexually molested a boy. So the boy just don't even think he, he just think he is worthless. So he kills himself. Y'all, we, we gonna have to do a better job at parenting. We cannot let this happen to our children. Satan is after our children and he don't care how he get to them. He just want to get in their mind and get them to kill themselves before they even get to practice or not practice, but before they get to even live the purpose that God created them for. We cannot let this happen to our children. We have a responsibility to protect our children. Okay, I'm going to go on and discuss the impacts, the impacts of child sexual abuse, okay? Many children wait to report or never report child sexual abuse. That's why it's important that you protect your children. Because I don't know, like sometimes like they might just don't want to tell you. They might be scared to tell you. And I keep telling my children, anything any adult do, even a child do, please feel free to come tell me because mama's going to get it straightened out. And I just, I love you. And I want the best for you. And I'm here to protect you at all costs. So please let me know. But a lot of times, this is what I'm hearing, okay? Children will not verbally tell you when they have been sexually abused. But what I have heard also is like when things like this happen, the child may begin to act out. And that's what I'm about to discuss too. The child may begin to act out in a different way or they might act moody or something. Like you as a parent should know your child. Like you should be watching your child to know them. So they might be acting a little strange or something like something is not right. And so that's when you got to go to God and pray, Lord, reveal this to me. And then talk to your child, not in an upset or loud manner. Like, is everything okay? You know, would you like to talk about it or whatever? And then. Prayerfully, one day, you know, while they're a child, they will come and tell you. But a lot of times, children carry this, in adult carry all the way to adulthood. And some of them never tell people. But then sometimes it do come out in adulthood. But we don't want this to happen to our children because the sooner you get jump on this negative perception they may have of themselves because somebody sexually abused them, the better, the better off they will be. Um. But we prayfully that this will not happen to, you know, our children, because we're going to try to help prevent it. Experience child, experiencing child abuse is an adverse childhood experience that can affect how a person thinks, acts, and feels over a lifetime. I'm going to say it again. Experiencing child abuse is an adverse childhood experience that can affect how a person thinks, acts, and feels over a lifetime, resulting in short and long-term physical and emotional mental health consequences. So it affects how they think, feel, and act over a lifetime. So we're responsible for our children. Sow good seeds. Sow good seeds Train them up in the way that they should go. Mm-mm, when they when they are old, they won't depart from it. We got to be careful. We got to train. And training, when you're training them, you train them that you can't go anywhere. You can't do whatever you want to. You cannot trust everyone. Because this is what's going to happen when you are so, as a parent, when you're so gullible and you just loose. This will happen, and you will regret it for the rest of your life if you allow this to happen. Like I said, it's not your fault if you didn't know or you didn't prepare, or or I mean, it's not your fault if you didn't know. But if you didn't prepare and you wasn't careful and watchful, oh, it is your fault. But if you is prayerful and you're watching and you're not leaving your children to their self and you're making sure that they're with the right people and you're checking in on them, then hey you did all you could do to prevent this kind of stuff from happening to your child now here are some examples of physical health consequences unwanted unplanned pregnancy first of all if the if your child get raped and your child get raped and they have and they get pregnant of course they didn't want to get pregnant by the man that raped them And that's between y'all and God, but I do not encourage abortion because abortion is murder. So I don't encourage that at all. I don't encourage you to do that, to murder the child. But what I am saying is like, this was an unplanned pregnancy and you probably didn't want it, but since it happened, I mean, I advise people to get um, adoptions um, instead of abortions because abortion is murder, no matter how you look at it. Now, um another thing is like this person that is fondling and is penetrating your daughter in some cases your daughter might like it but it's still sexual abuse so even if you find out a man did this to your underage daughter you need to check him and he needs to he needs to really get reported because that's a pedophile Mm -mm. if i'm using the terminology correct but that is disgusting and that that is the word i want to use and so no your underage daughter should not be having sex it don't matter if the person said it was consensual i don't care they they're not at an age to make that informal consent so it's still sexual abuse and then the daughter being got pregnant. Okay, now who's going to take care of the baby? Because a lot of times, if they're about 13 or 14, can't even get a job. I mean, so this is just too much. And then they're going to have to deal with that. Their little bodies is not all the way mature yet. So they have to deal with all of this stress and pressure. That is a lot to deal with. Okay, that is a whole lot to deal with. So we got to be careful. Um, Physical injuries. Okay. A lot of times when they have sexual relationships with a grown man, okay, they may not be all the way developed. So they might have incur, endure physical injuries from that. Um, long-term chronic conditions such as heart disease, obesity, and cancer. Now, look at all these things that can happen if we do not, like, watch our children correctly or just have a I don't care attitude about who we let them be around, what we let them do. I'm going to say it again. Unwanted, unplanned pregnancies, physical injuries, long-term chronic conditions such as heart disease, obesity, and cancer. Again, this is from the CDC. This is not something I pulled out my head. All right. Examples of mental health consequences include depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, And a lot of times I can understand why they would be depressed. I mean, they might've got raped. They might've got molested. And then now, even if the sex was consensual, they might've started thinking about it. Like, oh my God, like I really had sex. Like, I don't even, like, I don't even feel good about myself anymore. Like, ugh, I feel disgusted. And then the grown nasty man, he might even have a wife at home somewhere and then don't even want to be with them no more. He only wanted them for the sex, and now he's gone. So they feel like again that they're useless, that they are worthless, and now they are depressed. Because they just feel like, okay, my life is over. And your life is no, your life is not over. But that's what they're gonna keep thinking. You made a I mean, you as a parent or as a dog can be like, okay, you made a bad decision, or if that, or if it was forced. Honey, I'm so sorry Like that that happened to you. But you are worth so much more than what happened to you. God created you. He loved you. That never changed your value. You are special to God. You are special to me. You have a purpose on this earth. And the devil just tried to take that away. But he's a liar because you're still alive. You got to speak life into that person. If it's your child, speak life into them. But depression... Can happen when sexual abuse is occurring. Okay, behavior consequences can be substance abuse. They get ha- get hooked on alcohol, any kind of um, any kind of um, drug. Uh, risk- risky sexual behavior, like they no longer care because now they didn't felt the sex, how sex feel, and that's all they're gonna do. They all that's all they want to do is have sex, no matter who is it. Who is it's with. They don't care. They have unprot- unprotected sex. They don't even care because now they don't value their self. They don't value their body. They don't value, you know, their life. So risky sexual behavior. It makes sense. Okay. Suicide or suicide attempts. I mentioned that before because now again, they feel useless. They feel hopeless. Like, okay, I don't mean nothing. I mean, they, I mean, if they did that to me, I just must be nothing. And so negative thoughts about their self will cause them to commit suicide or make a suicide attempt because they don't just don't want to be here no more because they just feel so like worthless but y'all that's what i'm saying we as parents we have to stand up and be parents watch the environments your children are in it's very very important okay here's a statistic another one One in four girls and one in 13 boys experience child sexual abuse at some point in childhood. One in four girls. Okay. If you have some girls, think about that. Experience sexual, experience child sexual abuse at some point in childhood. One in 13 boys. But the good thing, well, the good thing about this is it can be prevented. We can help to prevent this. Now. 91% listen 91% of child sexual abuse is perpetrated by someone that the child or child family know approximately 91% of child abuse is perpetrated by someone the child or child family knows so that's what I'm saying this is very preventable because we need to watch even our family members. If you know your family members is nasty. I'm talking about sexually. Like, why is you letting your children stay at their house? Like if that's all they talk about is sex and that's and they be having men or women coming in and out their house, or even if you got a strange feeling about their mate, why is you gonna let your child stay with them? That don't even make no kind of sense. I don't care who it is. Even if if you know them and they're not a family member, you have to check them. Watch what they do. Like, if I'm meeting you for the first time, why would I let you, why would I let my child stay with you? Like, no, that is not going to work. And the daycares that you put your children in, you need to check the ratings. You need to check their reviews. You need to check their facilities. You need to look at their workers. Look and pray. Watch and pray because you are responsible for, for your child and I'm not saying that you as a parent you know should commit suicide yourself if something was to happen to your child but you got to know you are responsible for your child you need to be making every arrangement be very cautious about what you do with your children who you leave your children with where you allow your children to go like me, my children is not going to be out there just roaming on the streets, especially at night. I'll be seeing children out on the street or hearing about them on the streets during the night. I'm like, what? You should be at home. It's 10 o'clock at night. No, 12, 13, 14 years old at, at, in the street. And then we wondering why our children are getting raped. Why are they getting physically abused by other adults and all this? Okay, you let them go out at night and roam the streets. That is not a responsible adult. We have to be responsible for what we let our children do, who we let our children be with. Now, adults must take the steps needed to prevent child abuse. That's what I'm saying. This is from the CDC. Adults must take the steps needed to prevent child sexual abuse. Adults are responsible. I keep saying that. Adults are responsible For ensuring that all children have safe, stable, nurturing relationships and environments. It is our responsibility. What are we responsible for? Letting our children or having our children in safe, stable, nurturing relationships and environments. Okay? We we must do this because the main thing is you want to prevent child abuse. You want to prevent it. You don't want it to happen because if it do happen, there is measures that we can take to help the child, you know, develop properly and, and produce still produce a successful adult. But the thing is, I want to focus on preventing child abuse. And the only way we can prevent that is like this just said, have safe, nurturing, stable relationships and environments. You have no business if you're a single mom yourself having a man in your house that's abusive to you and your children. First of all, if he's abusive to you and then you're going to leave him home with your children, he's going to be abusive to them too because children are not perfect. They're going to aggravate you or they're going to do something and A, then this man that went off on your children too. So that's just dumb. First of all, you shouldn't be in a relationship yourself with somebody that's abusive. I'm just trying to help you out. We got to think about these things. You got to see how he, how he reacts or how he acts around you. Like, if you know that, like, mm-mm. first of all, like, this is where I, I'm at in my life. If I see that you don't like children, then I'm not even going to talk to you like that because I'm in a part in my life where, I am marriage material. So I'm looking to get married soon. So I'm not about to let... If I see you don't like children, I'm not even going to talk to you on that level. Like, no, we don't even need to talk because you don't like my children. You don't like children. You don't like me because this marriage is me and the children. I mean, marriage is just me and you, but our family is me and my children and you. So no. So we're not going to... um do that but you need to look at these qualities of men because I know I'm gonna say from personal experience like I know that is why I'm not with my children's father that's one reason the main reason is he wasn't fit for the purpose he wasn't fit for the purpose that God had for my life and he was not the husband that God chose for me I realized that and so I left him and the big he is uh, and then he wasn't saved so no but I noticed that, like, he used to curse when he, he cursed. And that was a biggie for me. Like, no, I didn't want my children around no one that cursed like that. Like, when he get angry or whatever, he'll get loud and curse. And I didn't want that. And that can be a form of, like, emotional abuse to the children. Like, you not knowing how to talk to children. And I was like, oh, no, in no way. in no way. Like, I don't, I would not let him watch my children even today because of, certain traits I see in them and I don't know if, okay, well, if he gets very angry, I I would not want him to try to go off verbally, verbally cursing or try to uh, hit them or anything of that nature. So of course we are cordial. You can visit children or whatever, but I don't want my children to uh, endure somebody cursing, cursing them out as a form of discipline because that is actually abuse and so I seen that and so I did not allow him to watch my children you know I don't I do not allow him to watch my children alone and growing up Like when they was like, you know, one, two, three, four. No, 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 no. I I can watch my own children. So you have to be very careful about that. I don't care who it is. That's what I'm saying. I don't care if the father, the mother, the whoever, uh, aunt, uncle, grandmother, whoever. If they are any, if they you see different traits in them that might be abusive, do not leave your children with them. Because I I said on previous podcasts, I've seen. Reports in the news where boyfriends have killed, or killed or abused the the children, and I mean you had to see the warning signs. So I'm sure not stupid. Not see warning signs. If I see warning signs, you not get my children. I'm not gonna leave my children to you alone. So y'all, we have to be very careful. And Like I said, you see somebody talking about sex and all of this. And you see how they touch him and they don't allow them to touch on your daughter. But if you notice current little like little flirtatious marks or whatever they might be making to your daughter or son, why in the world is you gonna leave your children with them at any moment alone? That don't make sense, y'all. We gotta sit here and think about these things. Think on these things because you love your children. And again, I listed some consequences that will happen that will lead to adult dysfunction. Because you planted this in them when they were, or you allowed this to happen to them when they was a child. So we have to be careful about what we're doing. We're responsible. Sorry, you're not about to get a close relationship with no person under my watch. If they are not safe, if they are not caring, if they are not this kind of way, no. First of all, I'm a godly woman. I like my children around godly people. And nine times out of ten, well, right, ten out of ten, I'm not about to let my children just spend the night if, if you not if you not a certain person, like no, <laughs> because I know Satan is after me. Satan is after my children, and I'm not about to let Satan take over their mind. Not on my watch. Not if I can help it. I'm not about to let like wide openly let Satan take over my children, and so parents i'm gonna say keep saying this we have to be prayerful and we have to be watchful and realize that this enemy is not playing is not playing you can sometimes it's gonna a you rather somebody feelings get hurt than for your children to be sexually or any type way abused it's your responsibility god is looking for us the parents so watch out for our children. Well, I pray that you was blessed by this podcast. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. You can reach me on Facebook under Takiyah Wally. Also, um, this is the I Am Worth It Singles Ministry Uh page that i'm posting this video to but those that's listening on my podcast uh you can also um join our private group on facebook i am worth it singles ministry uh well i do want to leave you with this if you are not saved on tonight. I encourage you to seek the Lord. You must be born again of the water and of the spirit in order to go back to heaven or in order to enter the kingdom of God. You can check that out in John 3 and Acts 2, 38. I encourage you to receive salvation because it's very important. It will help you to be the greatest parent you can be. It will help to keep you watchful, even when the devil try to sneak in, just be sneaky, sneaky. But you'll be able to see through it when you have the Holy Ghost. So I encourage you to be born again and develop your relationship with the Lord. Well, this is Holy Lady Teach checking out on tonight. Have a blessed one. Peace out.